0: What's up y'all, it's your boy Ace, this is Fantasized Football. Quick disclaimer, I did wanna let y'all know that I literally recorded this video, this podcast, the day before the trade with Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans, so just keep that in mind. And if you do want to hear my thoughts on Julio Jones and what it means for both Julio, AJ Brown, and also Ryan Tannehill, I will be dropping a video on that probably tomorrow, but I did just wanna let y'all know that. I really hope you enjoy the video, and as always, thank you love you peace what's up y'all it's your boy ace this is fantasized football we are back once again bringing y'all some fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season welcome back to the channel welcome if you're new thank y'all as always for coming by spending a little time with the young boy i appreciate all the love and support it really honest to god means the world to me i can't even put it into words you guys are the best i love each and every one of you but. With that out of the way, today we are going to be talking about a wide receiver because I feel like a lot of my individual player outlook videos lately have been on running backs. Um, We did do the one on TJ Hawkinson. And then last week, we did do the video, Three Wide Receivers that I'm Fading for the 2021 Fantasy Football Season. If you haven't seen that one, make sure you go check it out. It's a good one. One of my better pieces of work, but they're all pretty good pieces of work, if I do say so myself. But anyways, if you guys know me, or if you've been listening to me for a while, if you've been watching the videos, or if you're new, you'll find out now. I'm the type of guy that likes to walk out of most of my drafts with two running backs in the first two rounds. But this player in particular, might be the guy that kind of makes me diverge from my strategy a little bit this season. I was talking to my boy back here. We were discussing it. He agrees with me that this player in particular might be the guy that makes me change things up a little bit in some of my drafts this season. And that player that I'm talking about is none other than A.J. Brown, wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans. But before we get into A.J. Brown, I did quickly want to say If you've been enjoying the content or if you're new, if you enjoy this video, please consider hitting that subscribe button. Really helps, really helps the channel grow. And if you like the video, make sure you leave a like as well and help me hit that goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the football season. I would really appreciate it. Thank you all so much. But with all that out of the way, let's get into the subject, the matter at hand, and that is AJ Brown. Of the Tennessee Titans. And before we talk about my outlook on AJ Brown in 2021, let's quickly talk about what he's done in his rookie and sophomore seasons in terms of half PPR fantasy finishes. So in 2019, he finishes as the wide receiver 15 overall on the back of 191.1 half PPR points, plays in all 16 games, good for 13.6 fantasy points per game, a wide receiver 27 finish in points per game. Then, Last season, 2020, he plays in 14 games, but he finishes as the wide receiver 11 overall with 212.5 half PPR points, 15.2 points per game. Good for the wide receiver five in points per game, half PPR last season. So we see a huge step forward for A.J. Brown in his rookie season to his sophomore season in terms of his role in the offense, in terms of his production, and in terms of his efficiency. He goes from an 18.8% target share in 2019 to a 21.5% target share in 2020. And like we mentioned, he only played in 14 games last season. And in those 14 games, he had 106 targets on a team total 420, blaze it, pass attempts for the team, which was good for a 25.2% target share. Now, if you don't know, if you do know, Corey Davis, Jonu Smith, Adam Humphreys, all of them leave in free agency this offseason, and they leave behind 193 targets in this offense combined, which is good for a combined 39.5% target share between those three players. Now, the Titans go out, they replace them with free agent Josh Reynolds, of the formerly of the Los Angeles Rams, a guy that's been the third, fourth option for the Rams in the past. We've never seen him in a secondary role before. Des Fitzpatrick, a day three pick in this year's NFL draft. And then I expect Anthony Ferkser to kind of take a step forward, kind of go into that Johnny Smith role, maybe a little bit more. But like I said, these guys are leaving behind nearly a 40% target share. Now, I don't expect Ferkser to all of a sudden shoot up to a 18 to 20% target share, right? I expect him to probably be somewhere around 15%. And then I don't see Dez Fitzpatrick and Josh Reynolds holding over a combined 30% target share. Like I said, Josh Reynolds is rel- relatively unproven, and Des Fitzpatrick is a day three pick. I did expect the Titans to invest a little um, a little more draft capital in a wide receiver, but they didn't. But to me, what this says is that A.J. Brown is in a position to take on an even larger role in this offense in 2021. Now, let's just assume that A.J. Brown goes up from a 25.2% target share, like we had mentioned before, up to 27%. So just a 1.8% increase. And of course, he needs to stay healthy. This is a whole 17 games. All these projections I'm gonna give you guys are 17 games unless I specify. Otherwise, we will be using half PPR, but I have the Titans projected for 516 pass attempts this season. So you give him a 27% target share. That is 139 targets. Now let's take a quick look at AJ Brown's efficiency metrics over the past couple of seasons. So in 2019, he had a 61.9% catch rate, 12.5 yards per target, and he scored eight touchdowns on 84 targets, scoring a touchdown on 9.5% of his targets. Then Last season, he had a 66% catch rate, uh, 10 point, 10.1 yards per target, 11 touchdowns on 106 targets, meaning he scored a touchdown on 10.4% of his targets. One thing you have to keep in mind when we talk about AJ Brown of last season is we know this for a fact now. He was playing a hurt. He was playing hurt for a lot of last season, so you would expect that kind of would have affected his efficiency, right? But when you look a little deeper, when you look at these stats, uh, these metrics that we just talked about, he actually, in the majority of his efficiency metrics, took a step forward last season while he was playing hurt. His yards per target were down a little bit, but that was kind of to be expected anyways. But his averages in that time were 64.2% catch rate, 11.3 yards per target, and a 10% touchdown rate, Right. So let's go ahead and let's just kind of play it safe. We'll use that average catch rate of 64.2%, right? We'll use that average of 11.3 yards per target over the past two seasons. And then we'll give him 80% of what his touchdown rate. So he'll score a touchdown on 8% of his targets. And the reason why I think that this is feasible, even with an increase in volume and within the range of of outcomes for A.J. Brown is one, because I'm starting to think, you know, based on the past two seasons, that maybe... AJ Brown's stats aren't an outlier and AJ Brown himself is kind of an outlier. He's just super, super talented and he's kind of, breaking the the mold uh, of what we should expect from some wide receivers. You know, he's kind of a step above. He's one of the most talented receivers in the league. And then last season, we saw him maintain, if not get a little better in some of his efficiency metrics, even while playing hurt. So even with the increased volume, I do think he should still be able to maintain his efficiency or at least come close to it. So if we take 139 targets, we use that 64.2% catch rate. That is going to be good for 89 catches. And then we take the 139 targets, 11.3 yards per target. That's 1,570 yards. And then if he scores a touchdown on 8% of his targets, 139 targets, that's 11 touchdowns. Good for a stat line of 139 targets, 89 catches, 1,570 yards, and 11 touchdowns. That would have been good for 267.5 half PPR points. 15.7 15.7 points per game, which would have kept him last season still as the wide receiver five, but it's almost a, uh, it's about a half a point higher per game than what he did last season, right? And when you look at this, the volume on a per game basis really doesn't change much. So the efficiency shouldn't really change much either if we're can, if we going to be going by what he's done in the past. He's going from 7.6 targets per game last season to 8.2 targets. So it's actually only an extra target every other game based on these numbers we just discussed. Now, Let's, let's look at this, right? Let's look at kind of like what I expect his ceiling to be. And maybe this isn't even his absolute ceiling, but I absolutely see this in his range of outcomes. Let's, let's say that AJ Brown enters that Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins kind of tier in terms of his role in the offense and goes up to a 29% target share. That would be 150 targets. Now, he doesn't necessarily even have to go up to that tier in, um, in, in target share if the, if the Titans, you know, throw the ball more. I'm just saying, like, imagine if A.J. Brown gets 150 targets and he can maintain the efficiency he's had on average over these past two seasons. That would be good on 150 targets for 96 catches, 1,595 yards, and 15 touchdowns. Now, that is good for... half PPR points total. 18.1 points per game, which last season would have been good for the wide receiver three and half PPR scoring. Now, if you take that 18.1 points per game and you pace that out over 16 games here, so we're using 16 games because we're gonna look a little bit into the past here. That would be 289.4 half PPR points total scored in 16 games which last season would have been good for the wide receiver two behind Devontae Adams. We all know Devontae Adams had a crazy season last year, but that would have been good for the wide receiver one overall in three of the past five seasons. So what does all this mean for fantasy football, right? We kind of went through this a little closer to what I expect A.J. Brown's floor to be. Obviously, things could go wrong. He doesn't play a full 17. Obviously, this is all based on him playing a full 17 games. Maybe, um his efficiency metrics go down um, or, or he doesn't get as much volume, but I think it's more likely in his range of outcomes, whether it be that he gets a, he, he, one of two things is going to happen. Either his efficiency is going to maintain just being at its insane rates, unheard of efficiency, or he's going to get enough volume that kind of offsets that. So I think he has a relatively safe floor as like a middling wide receiver one, right? where right now I have him as the wide receiver five. I believe ECR, expert consensus ranking, if you're not aware, is also right around wide receiver five as well. So I think that's kind of safe as a floor for him. You know, worst case scenario, say he finishes, if he plays all 17 games, wide receiver six, wide receiver seven, you're not mad at drafting him there, but he does have the upside if everything goes his way to finish as the wide receiver one overall. And that is why I may be, in some of my drafts this year, kind of, you know, especially if I have a pick in the in the middle of, of my draft or at the end of the draft and A.J. Brown falls into that middle of the second round, late second round, I might be kind of pivoting off that running back, running back, you know, I get a strong running back in the first round, go and grab A.J. Brown and then get my second running back in the third round, grab my third one in the fourth round and then just go, you know, load up on receiver, get my tight end, all that after that. It's because I do think that A.J. Brown could realistically, if all things go his way, finish as the wide receiver one overall this season. But that's what I got for y'all today. I'm all done. I'm all finished. I really hope you enjoyed the video. Let me me know down in the comments if you guys agree, if you think that A.J. Brown has the potential to finish as the wide receiver one overall. If you're going to be drafting A.J. Brown this season, if you're going to be fading A.J. Brown this season, which I wouldn't understand, what do you think about that? Would you fade A.J. Brown this season? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. He said no. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't advise that any of you guys do either. But like I said before, if you guys enjoyed the video, please, please, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. It really helps the channel grow. Help me reach that goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I would really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you all for spending some time with me. It really means the world to me. I couldn't thank you enough. And with all that out of the way, wait. Socials down in the description. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter and check out the podcast version if you prefer to listen as well. Almost forgot about that. But now, all that out of the way, you know the time it is. Thank you. Love you. Peace.